Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the 20th episode of Concussion Chats. My name is Taya. Concussion Chats is a podcast hosted by McGill students for the Concussion Legacy Foundation with the help of Nick from Concussion Talk Podcast. We're dedicated to providing strength and hope to those suffering from concussions through sharing experience. Today we're going to do a special get to know the host episode. Um, today we have a recording of our host Nick, uh, which will be followed by a Q&A with Nick. Um, so Nick is the creator and writer of Concussion Talk blog since 2010 and the host and producer of Concussion Talk podcast since 2015. He's also the author of Detour, Cycling, Coma, and Living with Brain Injury. In August 2003, while in Victoria, BC, doing his master's, um, he, he was severely brain injured while riding his bike. He was in a medically induced coma for two weeks and in inpatient rehab at home in St. John's for six months learning how to walk and talk. He also spent a lot of time with occupational therapy learning what daily living would be like. He completed his master's in 2006 and then worked in Ottawa for three years um, at Export Development Canada. And in 2010, he left his permanent job there and went back to St. John's to work at the government of Newfoundland. Um, and started Concussion Talk blog. Nick stays physically active with yoga, Pilates, walking, and his favorite activity, swimming, COVID permitting. He's very happy, but to say why or how is too much for this short while. In truth, there are too many intersecting and ever-changing reasons. Nevertheless, Nick is happy. And yeah, and so I guess, I, I mean, I, as Tay and Emily know, I've listened to my past 19 degrees at least, and plus I did a few more before I started doing these, so over 20. And uh, and we, uh, I guess most of us laugh at their background and I'll give a brief background of site just within the 10 minutes, 12 minutes, whatever. And uh, I grew up, in, I'm from St. John's and as Tay has mentioned, and uh, I I grew up, I wasn't, I, was, I always played a lot of sports. I played like, I'm just, not that so I wasn't necessarily the best player or the best star, but I was, I was like on the team and I was always I was always good, like I was always decent. And uh I pride myself on that. But especially more but and that and and then in uh, but I was never like so good that one sport that was like that was remarkable. And uh I like playing and uh and when and then and when I was in when I was thirteen I started playing water polo and I played water polo from 13 till to tell the action really. And uh that was like my sport. That was the part I love. And I was actually pretty good at that one. And uh anyway, and uh so th- so then then after ten I was playing that in university at Queen, I went to Queens, one was in St. John's, I went to University of Ontario. And uh there I met like my best friends there and I and we were one day we were chatting one summer. It was, it was the summer of 99, 2000, I mean, 2000 probably. And we we're just chatting a bit. Oh, it'd be great to be great to like, watching. I don't know, it's almost the morning we're hungover. We're watching a short French highlights and we're like, wonder how long we start talking about that. And then beside that, kind of said, okay, let's spike across Canada and we graduate. So we, we decided to spike across Canada then. So we did that. 
and we just made a plan and I totally forgot about it. And fourth year came and he's like, he came up to me and he said, my parents said it's okay. And I was like, I said, what's okay? He's like, if I, if they'll help me, I would fight. But I got kind of you. And I was like, oh yeah, right. So then I had asked my parents, like, can you guys spot me a, a bike? Because we didn't even have a bike and uh, we didn't have a bike, but you know, I mean, so I just asked, so I did that summer with Bike Cross Canada. And that's when I really my love of cycling. And then I always watched those like triathlon stuff, those like Ironman race things on NBC. And uh, I like, I thought that was pretty cool. Like they have long, uh, anyway, of like a long race. Although I was never, didn't like running. So, but I still anyway, so when I heard in Queens, we did like a stand up, but then, and then in 2002, then in 03, I went to Victoria, basically doing after, and I was mostly just all over. Like, I wanted to do a PhD in foreign relations, international relations, international relations, something like that. And uh, so, that, so I moved there did, and started, started that process. My master administration, and I started doing you know, triathlon because I was in the car when I was two places to do it. So, and I, so I did that, and uh, so that summer in the car was amazing. And so, every Friday of that summer from May until until August first, we biked. We we go on cycling every Friday morning, of like like two hours, two hours, round down to the Korea, and like they are, they're all from the Korea except for me. So they all knew good routes and good places to go and. And so, anyway, so one thing, just, but I guess I was doing this summer, obviously warm and, and dry, unfortunately. So there were lots of forest fires. And uh, so we had Demaru that morning, uh, August 1st, 03. We'd done, I'd, done, I'd done a few triathlons at that point. I obviously cycled a lot, but uh, I was going on the hill, going on with one hill that quickly. And I, anyway, I sort of, of sort of avoid someone who's coming up the hill because I think I took a wide turn. And uh, and, we, and then I ended up in a coma. I hit a tree with my head and helmet, helmet shattered, which is supposed to do a dead job. But um, then I, so I was in a coma for two weeks. And uh, and uh, anyway, so I had to come back to the hospital. And, and the thing is, like, I can't explain. Everyone says, like, I've never been these, these, uh, these, these groups, these podcasts that I would do with Emily and Taya. I hear about like, people remembering stuff like and I don't remember anything for really. I mean, I remember Victoria, I remember obviously being there and I remember the hospital stuff. I don't remember anything sequential. I can't tell you when I first recognized that I had a problem, but when I first understood I had a problem was probably after it was after I went back to St. John's, after I did my rehab and we had in, inpatient rehab and then outpatient rehab, and I was still. Not doing anything. And I said, okay, well, that's enough. I got to go back to school, go back to university, come back to university in 05 and uh, finish my master's. And uh, so, so then, and then I found out, I was like, this is, I still wasn't better. And I was just working out and swimming, doing as much physiotherapy as I could. Even when I was back in Korea, I was doing physiotherapy. And uh, I, I was, so I, I, I got a job at Ottawa and I worked in Ottawa for three years, which was, I was alone, it was tough. I, I met some good friends there good, and, uh, and so it was, it was an important, it was a good time, but I got you know, homesick and I just had them and lost my, my, my family. I felt I had to get my family. So I came home to, to my family in St. John's and I've lived here since and I, Stopped working. I worked. I came back home only when I got a job. When I got a job here, and I got a job here in May of 2010, and then so I moved back home, and then I worked until October of 2011, and then I stopped because my contract ran out and I wasn't rehired. And uh, and then I said, I'm not going to start applying for other jobs. I'm going to write a book and just and, and I need some time away because being in the office all the time is. It, it was tough, and uh, so so I did that, and uh, and I, and since so since I stopped since basically I stopped working is when I really realized that it took me like, just like ten years to realize that wasn't I wasn't just going to be you know get better and get, and be like see perfectly fine and 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 I'll move as well as I did, and uh, I mean that was 
when I was in Chicago, I was, when I was in Chicago, when I was painting, when I was 23 years old, in August 1st of 03, I was in, I was in probably definitely the best shape of my life. I was like, I was, you know, there was nothing, nothing pretty. I was, I was, I was great. And uh, I was just active, very physically active. I was actually in probably, because I had that work turn out a lot, planning for that, that, uh, that fall because we had a co-op program, master's program, a co-op program, and uh, so I, so I, so I was, I was actually planning to back go back playing water polo instead of doing triathlon. I was going to turn my attention back to water polo, but uh, but that didn't happen obviously. And uh, so, um, but this that was just, that's just my just long story my story and. Uh, I am because I was long as one stories. I learned that in 2010 when I got back here, I decided that because in Ottawa, I was I was writing a lot for but that my job was writing and I've written like short little pithy sentences about certain countries and and like what their you know what their investment looks like basically and I've researched that what their how their political situation looked and how good they were to invest in and stuff like that so. It was a really, really interesting job, and uh, and anyways, but then I uh, was saying, oh yeah, so I realized I had no real. I I saw a psychologist in Alba, and I saw I saw a speech therapist once maybe, or and I saw a physio maybe. I don't know if I saw any physio in Alba, physio in Alba, but I didn't see much. Didn't do much therapy, but I didn't feel like I needed it because I was walking to and from work in my. Problems all seemed to be physical. Like I wasn't, wasn't really generally find that mean mental problems are are big, but they I guess not, they're, they're not really big because because uh, anyway. So that was I'm going to have to attention now. Um, just for one thing. So anyway, um, so so I was uh, so I so so I think about writing and being um. Writing a lot is that I realize that um, I like writing and that it helps me get, get my feelings out, get my words, my thoughts out. So I started writing a blog, and then I then I was writing for like five years, and it was all right. But I wrote mostly about injuries and sports. I wanted to make a popular blog, get some actually make some money, and uh, and then wrote, and then I started writing about more about me, but not a lot. And then I said, no, I'm gonna write a, a podcast. Podcast. So I was listening to a podcast. From days from like oh seven, I started listening to podcasts because they're like they're good podcasts about the economics and you know like boring stuff. But they, you know, there's a good podcast, like on experience podcast about the downturn of the economy when that happened in oh eight. And we end up so then I started doing podcasts, and that's been that's been really good. That's been great. And this and with T and Emily doing the podcast with uh, with them, it's been great too. And uh, and so yeah, so I, so I built up a bit more, and uh, but I, but I, but I'm missing saying is that like, I mean, I my 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 physical problems are more noticeably the mental ones. Like my physical ones are, I I can't walk I can't walk as well. It's good balance. I used to play powerful water polo and triathlon and cycle a lot and stuff. So I, I bounce, but I didn't. I don't have balance anymore. Although I'm doing yoga now, and that's helping a lot. And uh, I can't move it quickly. My left side is weak and only not as much weak as I'm coordinated. Um, I, and my, I get fatigue, obviously. Um, I, double, I have double vision, which is the, the big detriment, but I actually get dimension because it's just part of my life is just what I see. Think of what thing of my life and you know, think of what I look at. My look at is, is normal. It's just, it's just fine. It's just like, it's, you know, it's double. And uh, so that, that's only. Um, what else? My speech is, I don't know if you can tell because you guys just met me except for Tay and Emily, they've only known me since my injury. So, but my speech is like this, I and mean, it's very difficult. Uh, for example, yesterday, I mean, I'm right, I'm doing the course with this app called, I don't want to sell my cell thing, but like this app called this law, and I'm doing a course then. And, uh, and I was trying to record yesterday, and I was, uh, and I did, but it took me forever, and I had to stop. And and we said, and then take back and taste said, "Start running because your sound is different." And I'm like, "Well, of course it's different because I'm recording it, so I'm starting to you know, move and stuff, and it's hard to." But anyway, 
So there's just issues with my speech that make it difficult to set a regular pattern of breathing and stuff. Um, but but well, I'm going to make a point about it, is that my uh, like brain my brain injury is it's different than concussions. It's in multiple concussions, and I didn't didn't my life didn't go on as normal after my brain injury. Like your concussion, your life can kind of go on like not as normal, but like you you think you'd fight through it, and you'd, which is wrong to do, obviously. But you do fight you you go back. Everyone looks everyone looks at you and says, "Okay, well you're fine. You just hit your head, you're fine." But with me, it was like it wasn't just well, they couldn't just do that because I was in hospital. I was obviously it was a you know it was a bad situation. It was very it was very very obvious. They had to come see me in like looking like not being able to talk in a wheelchair and stuff. And so it was very it was very black and white about my entry. And uh, and and I think that kind of that's made it that has made the natural aspect easier for me because although it was difficult to come around to it, like I told you, it's, like I said, it took me. Like, 10 years or over 10 years party, and I'm still not party now, as good as I can be, but you know, whatever, that's a journey. And uh, so, well, my was very black, my leg. I was fine, and then I wasn't fine. There's, there's an obvious delineation between when it was, and now when, when you have concussion, it's difficult to see for other people to really recognize that, oh, yeah, you, this is when you started acting differently, and this is then you can see yourself, this is. Okay, I think it was this concussion when I, when I started talking weird. This concussion, I started feeling weird. But you don't know for sure, and this it's not as clear. Or mine was it's very clear. I was I was in good shape and I was fine, and then I, all of a sudden I was not, and uh, and that has led me to recognize that that like brain injury is as much as you don't want to think about it, it is part of your life. So you say this happened to me. It didn't happen to you. It happened like as part of your life, like it's not like you can just say, I was I was gonna be a I was gonna be a doctor, I was gonna be a speaker across the world and stuff, I was gonna be an actress, but you that was like your your expectations, your plan, but not necessarily what you were gonna do because your life is just is is not written out before you already. It's there's no there's no one scheme. This life is just what happens. Like I didn't think I didn't think it was gonna be I thought it was going to be a, you know, first when I was younger, probably a doctor, and then, and then like a, I thought I was going to be like a, a professor or something like that, or like, you know, but, but life takes you in a different way. I mean, life just decides for itself, and like life is what happens, and it's not, it doesn't depend on what you think you're going to have intentions to do, do whatever. And if you're lucky, then some people, people who, like, 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 for example, like, like Tom Brady, for example. Like, I don't, know, I don't like, I don't like that much, but you know, like, it's like things worked out for him. They do well. He just wanted to be a professional, professional athlete, and he was, and he's been very successful. I mean, he wanted to win, and he won, and he did all that stuff. But like, that's because he's then has that need very serious. Like, I think seriously, game changes happen, and. Uh, that's the thing you gotta just realize. The thing is, I've realized mostly you have realized, realized that life is just, it's just what happens. And uh, and to think that, to say that like I was gonna be something different or I was, I mean, life was heading this way. Life wasn't heading anyway. Life was just, life was just happening. And I was, I'm part of it. Life is like the world. and. Everything happens in the world, but that's what goes not so good. And the way I fit in that is just that's the way. So this is the way I fit in that world. Is that, is that I was I was doing behind that I injured, but it didn't happen to me. Just just events, just it's it's kind of boring statistical stuff. It's like it's like it's again that some bad stuff's gonna happen and happen to you know, some not, you know, not be bad stuff, but some stuff you don't think is gonna happen, and then all of a sudden. It does, and it's not like you have to do with it. It's just that's your life, and uh, that may sound that probably sounds very harsh, but uh, or a bit like I don't know, depressing to some people. But it is just like I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm happy because I. I know like that. I'm. I mean, I'm fine. Whatever happens, I'm not. But I'm part of it. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I can't really describe it, but it just. I'm not worried about anything that happens in there. I guess that's going to be, like I say, a piece that's just a bit, you probably can't get that unless you've been 
you know, had something serious happen to you that you really recognize that that's the that's the moment you realize that that something else is that there is a greater uh, greater power but like because I'm not necessarily doing that stuff but like there's something there's like you can't control everything it's basically letting go was made made my main I guess a long way to get there but letting go and I've talked for too long now I think I don't know which one would be you I felt like it's telling you that so 14 minutes 14 13 I, I don't really know I wasn't paying I'm brown I'm, I'm getting brown right now I'm rambling now. So. five if you want. Nah, no, I'm just rambling. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks, Nick. Uh, today I have Emily, who is also part of Miguel Students for Concussion Legacy Foundation, Nick from Concussion Talk Podcast, and his co-host, Aaron. Erin um, is also the coordinator for the Newfoundland and Labrador Brain Injury Association joining me. Uh, so, Emily, do you want to kick it off with our first question for Nick? Yeah, um, first just like a question related to the talk and then I think maybe we can just ask you some questions outside of concussion. Since, Go for it. You know, or outside of traumatic brain injury, I should yeah. say. Okay. Um, but to bring it back to like kind of what the group was talking about the other day after your talk, um, I think a lot of what it was is everyone was just like <laughs> wondering how you have such um, – such a positive and accepting, like really accepting mindset. Um, I think that was really, that was really inspiring, inspiring to a lot of people. Well, I thank you. Thanks a lot. Um, I just, unfortunately, for like what like I was saying, like the last time, then I think the important answer is just time. And, uh, you know, but again, like I was saying, the last time on Thursday, people don't want to hear that. Just that, it, but it's been, you know, almost, almost 18 years now. And, uh, no, not the this this can be, I'd say not been kind of be all at once now, but I mean de developed over eighteen years. I the other thing too, and uh, it's not just like that. I've just recently had this sort of more accepting. I've been accepting the whole time. I think it's just that it, the you know the Terry Fox said, you know, why not me? Like he'll say, you know, he'll say why me? Why you? Why not me? And that's kind of been mad. It's been mad to the whole time. And, uh, and I just, I don't know, I just, I mean, I was trying to say before, to them, I was saying that, uh, the group was saying that, you know, that the whole thing about the, the delineation between being fine and having brain injury was very apparent for me, but that also sounds as though, because there was like, not like we didn't have a concussion, it's like, you look the same, you act the same, you look the same, you don't act the same, but, uh, you look the same, people are like, what's wrong with you? Why are you doing things differently? But not I me. Mean, it was very, it was a very one event. Is obviously I was in a hospital and I was in a coma, so it's very apparent that I was injured. But I also, then I thought about it more. It was I did that was like I didn't come to that that didn't happen. I was like that was you know ten years. There was like ten years to go when I was acting. Then I was and, and people weren't people didn't really know because I was I moved, I moved around a lot. Like I was injured in in BC and I was away from St. John's for five years before the injury and stuff. So people never really, it was, I was, I was acting, was very apparent the injury, but it was a different set of people that I was interacting with. So to them, it was just like still, but anyway, that's, so I guess uh, that's not the answer to Emily's question. Though. Emily's question was how I had to no, but I, I, I think you're, yeah. I think the, like the Terry Fox, like, why not yeah. me thing? I yeah. think that's a, that's, that's definitely a, that's just like the like, why not me. Like, I mean, it's just like, yeah. that's the thing I've never, I noticed, I always thought like, well, why, I mean, I, there's no reason why it couldn't be me. And that's just yeah. the basic statistics, stat stuff. And like a biology, like science stuff, just that, like, it's going to happen. And you know it's, it has to happen to someone. Mm -hmm. Just just I don't know. Just why not? I mean, you know, yeah. There's no more. No, I... There's no more other reason than that. And then, and yeah. just like that was, I guess my attitude has been similar my whole life. Just that I've been a pretty positive person. And uh, then when the age happens, there's you appreciate stuff more. Perspective changes a bit, and uh, and then yeah, then you get the whole why not thing. So. 
That's the best I can do. Yeah. No, I think it really sounds like you've managed to do this. Um, just taking life as it comes. Yeah. It's really incredible. Thanks. Thanks. Um, um, the other thing, I think you had mentioned walking a lot. It's helpful for you, but what do yeah. you do? Do you have, you know, not, I know you have probably bad physical days, but do you have like bad mental or emotional days? Uh, I, I tend not that much. My, or really my mental stuff, my physical, my physical helps my mental. I find a lot like when I'm, even in this lockdown, I've been active and we haven't had things except for this past month has been a bit more locked in here, but before that we've been lucky enough that we live in a small a small island, so well it's a big island but it's a small population. And uh and we haven't had much of a reason that it's, you know, inside and I get out and I do stuff and even when I don't even when the even this past month where it's been a bit more hectic I've stayed in shape like and I think a big thing again, probably unfortunate for a lot of people is my family is so close and like my mom and sister, and the birds were close family, and uh, and my friends, and it's just, I think, honestly, I don't know, maybe it's just the size of the city I live in. That's just, that's just so small, and people don't live live like the first thing people live away from me is my best friend lives, you know, twenty five minutes away, or twenty minutes away, and and that's like you know that's like well he lives way over there. He lives out out by the airport, and that's a oh, wow, what a drive that is! It's but really it's not. Far. It's I know it's like it's so far away, but it's not. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I mean, so physically, I just, I just, I stay active, and that I think that does help me mentally. I don't have to prepare myself mentally for anything. I don't know. There's no mantra. No, I guess I do meditation by just. Thinking a lot. Let's begin when my my mind's always worked. I just I maybe said I think too much, and that's got me into like I'm like before I wouldn't say like that. Ten years after marriage, I was a bit more feeling depressed and then stuff that like I just never never horribly. And uh, I just thinking about it maybe it helps me out just thinking about life in general. So I mean, there's no. Yeah, there's no there's no tricks to me too mentally fixing anything, but I just just meditation by to living just by every all the things of thinking and stuff and walking around looking at stuff and when I'm focused on doing a an exercise like Emily is right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stretching the nerve. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I mean, like, with, like, your friends and family living close by, do you think, like, I mean, their support would be um, a big contributing factor to, like, your positive outlook and, like, you're kind of, like, not having, like you said, like, you don't really have any mental struggles. Um, I think like, I think it's, I think it's definitely that they live close and that, I mean, if one day over a walk, I, and I and also I think another thing actually for that is that although my friends as good they're my friends and family live close, I do I have I do like being alone like that's I love I love seeing my friends stuff too but I am very I do love like my being like going for walks myself like a lot of time, lot of time. I for walks with friends which is great but if I don't that's fine because I like walking alone I like going for a swimming is also mm -hmm. and that's as he has to be solitary because your head's in the water and uh, <laughs> yeah. so you know so and uh yoga is of course very solitary very mindful so and like that implies the same thing like those are very just inward looking i guess and uh but yeah but i mean family being close is just 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 a good even though I, like i said i like being alone if i want company i know they're there and and it's not like it's not always going to be there. Everyone's not going to be there all the time, right? Every but second, but I mean, it's never for a long time to wait for yeah. support. So I'm just very fortunate like, that way. And, uh, and I just, I know, like, 
the old thing of the taking life as it comes and just kind of been that, that it's not there. They're not there. Like my my best friends are. So my, I don't want to not just disparage, disparage anybody, but uh, my best friends are the ones, my friends in Ontario who I went to university with. And they're, but we talk on WhatsApp all the time. And uh, and we just talk, like, there's nothing deep. We, we talk definitely nothing deep. We talk nonsense, mm-hmm. but uh, still, <laughs> it's just it's just that they're there. And I know they're supportive, and it's just, yeah. I mean, there's no... It's just crazy. There, it's just convenient. I guess it sounds crass, yeah. but it is. It's convenient that they're there and friends are everywhere. It's just so close and stuff. And yeah, that leave me alone. And I mean, like I, yeah. And I guess oh, like it's also kind of like comfort yeah. in a sense. Like I mean, like I know for me, like I I like being alone. But like now that like you know I can't see people, yeah. I want to see people. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. The I, same thing. Yeah. No. That's, yeah, that's and I'm with them that one. Like, and having that, I'm like, I wish someone was good. You just go to the restaurant, go to the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. But I can't yeah. now because it's, but it's not yeah. like disaster. It's not like, oh my God, yeah. now what am I going to do? Yeah, so, what, what am I going to do with myself? I'm make coffee um, myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, like, like, Emily and I were talking and, like, we were discussing, like, like, who are you outside of, like, um traumatic brain injury and like uh concussion talk and um like all that stuff like who are you as a person like well that's about you that's the thing that's what the me that's why i think i'm you know more boring like people people will say oh you're not boring out being nice but like i think i'm pretty boring but uh i just that is me, like I am. Like that, I'm outside of concussion talk is not really an aspect of my life. Like that's because the concussion talk, concussion talk is just part of what I do. I can't really say what I'm out, out, do out that because I'm not always actively thinking about it. But like, I'll meet somebody or see something, and I'll be like, "Well, that'd be good to have on concussion talk," or, or that's a good point. And I should note that in my when I if I well, I used to write, but I don't hardly write anymore, which is just. I don't, know, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Just I get to have done so much. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, again, I, I kind of, Emily kind of, or you did this, said that, you know, it's yoga, walking, swing. I, mean, I used to walk, play a lot of polo, and I used to love that. But uh, my double, been double vision in my brain injury. Not to, I don't think my brain injury is much, although you, know, you got to be careful because what if you, and the water polo is not on the sport in the fishing in Canada, but. It does. You do get. It is. A, it is honestly a beautiful. They violent, but it's, you know it is violent, and uh, there's a you know a lot of contact net. So I gotta watch. You can't gotta be careful. You go on back sports like that. They're not gonna get another concussion or head injury. But uh, mm-hmm. swimming is kind of, and I, but I well, luckily for me again again luck. Last year of Florida, I was doing triathlon and cycling, and uh, those are. The, and the, I can just I swim a lot now, and outdoor swimming last summer was just just an amazing thing to do, and I can't wait to do it this summer and if this summer ever comes, and mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, and uh, just uh, walking is like uh, I hate running inside. I I love cycling, I hate running, but uh, doing that so those solo activities are yeah kind of they're that, and I just I just. That's me. I like to. I know. I'm. I like to think I'm, I'm funny or, has some humor. But I mean, that's not for me to judge. And uh, <laughs> and you know, like I mean, I. I think I'm, you're a funny I, guy. Yeah, I, I think you're a funny guy. And, <laughs> I think and, you uh, got some humor. And I like to. I know. I just. I'm you know, positive, and I, but I'm not like. I don't. I don't like to be. Overbearing, big. I really need to be just. I don't be in your face about any of my anything. Like, if I am, that's accidental, and I apologize or whatever, or, or don't apologize. Don't depending on what happens, why people are offended because yeah, that's a, yeah. not a issue. But uh, yeah, but um, I mean, I am basically what you read or what here on what you guys have seen every week is. I am, there's nothing. There's no show I'm giving you guys. I'm just. No, I didn't 
that's what I know. I know. But I mean, like, <laughs> hey, cool. Um, windows up was that windows 95 or i have no idea a button popped up on my screen and i was like what is this but, sorry oh no problem. i'm just about i mean that's that's it really i mean i wish i could yeah. have something more exciting to say but again now covid kind of restricts what you can yeah doing how you how can express myself differently but basically it doesn't really matter just that activities outside just walking and cycling and not cycling swimming and yoga and yeah i mean i mean i I, i'd say yeah hey that was good um i mean i feel like like the fact that like you like everything like you kind of like think like oh that'd be great for the podcast or like oh i should like things like that like i mean that being like like always kind of like what you think of and like your go-to thing like there's nothing wrong with that either yeah. like uh that i mean i feel like it's an I'm eager like for knowledge and wanting to help as well yeah like those are and big like personality traits that true. show through through there this. you go yeah Thanks. that's true aaron just aaron just gave the answer to that Ooh. question so you're like eager for knowledge always wanting to help others like we all said you were funny. We all agreed on that one. And, you <laughs> well, know, so, you. yeah. Emily? I think that I like, yeah, you're like confidence, but like laid back confidence. Like you're just, there you go with the flow. I love that. Um, <laughs> and I, I do think you're funny. I think sometimes you crack jokes in my brain. My brain has like serious mode and funny mode. And sometimes it takes a second for it to adjust and you'll crack a joke. And then like three minutes later, I'm like, oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like somebody will crack a joke and I just pause and then I keep going if I'm in serious mode. And it takes like hard for me to like adjust. But so many moments I've been like, oh, that was funny. I missed that. That flew right over my head. Um, But my one... My one question um, is, do you listen to music as a music person? This is what I like to always ask. Yeah, I, I can, yeah. Do I you listen play. to music and what I, kind I, is I, so? I love music, but I mean, there's never any, I used to think there was like, a like in the 90s or like the alternative. Like I did, like I do like, I like love the tragedy hip, which I know if you're American, if you know, them much but if I you do know you've been kind of a while but um um I listen to just like okay well you know the the war on drugs is still a lot I've listened to like a lot the the album by them in 2014 15 I mean 14 mm-hmm. I, I listened to that a lot and or 15 I guess it was anyway, um but that's not just a type of music. I like that music, obviously. I like, but I listen to, I guess say right now, I listen to a lot of just like my 90s music that I listened to then and like going, going to water polo practice and going and in university. Although university has the music that was just out in, in clubs and bars and stuff and that's kind of just mundane, top 40, you know, or, okay. or different. But so, not that, not 40, but like, yeah, like, I just know, like, I like I guess rock is I like like Pearl Jam yeah. and and uh, I was gonna ask my favorite album I think the best album I have is uh, Alice in Chains Unplugged from like ninety three mm-hmm. or four like that but just a, a great album but uh and Are you MTV, a Garden guy I I do like them I did I did like them but I didn't say I'm a Soundgarden guy but I did have the do a couple of good albums and they're yeah I like music yeah. Okay. Last and I do like some. Do you like it last second? What? You like Soundgarden? I love Soundgarden. I love Chris Cornell. He's such a good singer. I'm you're that's guy. like who's because you're 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 that much younger that because you guys all are that who's your music? What, do you have a band that you like or? Don't be I fooled mean, by Emily's age. She is an old. I know. Well, Soundgarden. Kid. I saw that's an old soul. Yeah, I have been told multiple times this week I'm kind of old, so I'm just going with it. I love 
I have a Led Zeppelin tattoo. Okay, I'm, um, not, I'm, not, I'm not that uh, old. I always forget about that. You have like a big oh, one like on your bottom of your back? You no, no, your back. it's just on my bicep. Oh, you went to your back. I was like, what is It's the John, it's the symbol John Paul Jones chose for their fourth album, for Zeppelin 4. Okay. Not their fourth I had that album. I had that album. Oh, such a good one. But Zeppelin 2 is my favorite. But yeah, I love my Stone Temple Pilots and my Soundgarden. I'm not huge on Pearl Jam, but I love my Foo Fighters. I have one question for you, though, and then maybe Aaron has a random question. Or maybe not. I've got to hear all their their sound music choices, but I hear your question. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you did answer my question, but... What if you could see any band in their prime? Who would it be? Well, what I did see, look, I got Sid Hip, but I mean, cause I, mm-hmm. I love them so much. You guys, but it's too young for them. That's it's, it's not American, so you know as well then. But um, so other, other than the Hip, uh, Dave Matthews been a fun concert because in. He was out conscious, did a lot of them. He was in fun. Um, maybe Pearl Jam or... Yeah, again, these are all bands that came here. Well, not Dave Matthews didn't, but... The hip, Pearl Jam came here in 2010, but I moved away. I didn't see him there, here. And, uh, but uh, I would have seen them in like 96 or whatever. Like not like not now. Yeah. Big year, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the hip or or like Pearl Jam or somebody. Something it's not gonna be too exciting difference. But I do love I love this music, but there's nobody that I can think of that I'd love to see that's that's gonna blow you away. I'm not that into into like the different type well, I do although the war on drugs we if you do they would they'd be fun to good this I don't know how good they're alive, but because I'm not into that, I'm not. I don't play. Never played music. Never played an instrument. Mm-hmm. I did. I guess I played piano when I was ten for like a year or two. That was gonna be my next question. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Dad. Oh, oh I said my next question was gonna be like, do you play instruments next? No, no, the answer. No, I, I, I would. I think. I think I'd. I wish I learned guitar, but I don't wish I learned guitar. I didn't, but I mean, guitar had been cool, but I never gave that a shot. And uh, and now I just, now I don't really, I don't really have the dexterity in my fingers, obviously, but I obviously don't have the urge to, I'm happy now with what I'm doing and uh, this music and uh, yeah. But I mean, I I play, I say I play piano for two years, is, you know, that's even, that's even, a bit grandiose. I took lessons and that's I can play a few chords, so I could I don't anymore. But I could play a few chords and stuff. You can play that uh, that 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 what's that blue moon or you know that you know that classic Yeah. That song I and I, I play that there was another one there's like that Richard Marx song. Do 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 wherever you go or if you do. I'll be, I'll be right here waiting for you. Yeah. I can play that one like one key at a time. So I can do that. There you go. At the time. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And so, Tessa, what's your, what's your music? Oh, um, I don't know. Like, it, it used to just be, um, like hip hop, but, uh, now it's, it's kind of like a little bit of everything. Um, like not like rock or punk um, and not like um, any like electronic music, but just kind of like a little bit of everything now. Um, I think as I've st- like since I came to university and like uh, started hanging out with people who were like musical and stuff like I like was to a lot. More di- yeah, like Emily. I got exposed to a, a, like a lot of different music um, that like I'd never been exposed to or like thought about. Um, so yeah, a little bit of everything, honestly. Now, cool. But you, Aaron? 
Uh, I'm going to read off my Spotify liked songs because it tells me the genres I like. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know, but it tells me apparently my most downloaded songs are, these are the categories it gives me. Chill, indie, happy, modern rock, indie folk, classic rock, sad, dream pop, (laughs) and indie rock. Sad. Sad. Yeah, sad is a, there's only like I'm, one sad. I didn't know sad is the genre. Yeah, but yeah, within there, it's like the Black Keys, Fleetwood Mac, MGMT, Raylan Baxter, uh, Vampire Weekend, um, and looking through the Lumineers. That was the last concert I saw actually before COVID shut things down. Okay. Yeah bunch of that everything oh, mixed yeah. in. I, uh, I also the the uh, arctic monkeys are another band they're they're band they're at sea live now mm. i love them okay. like they're yeah mm-hmm. nice cool um emily did you have any other questions uh, or like your music what was your main one emily's just t- emily's on like a like a like a cloud right now just about talking about <laughs> music yeah i could talk about 90s music for forever um but i can talk more about my music when we do my get to know you yeah, um, yeah that's okay. <laughs> but yeah no it's it was it was nice chatting with you like talking to you about um stuff besides concussion and i think that's like Sometimes important for some people to remember that yeah. like um, there are other things, um, and I think that like there's you know getting caught up on your own injury, but then I think a separate thing is like seeking um, knowledge and education and sharing. So I think those are two different yeah. things for you, and I think that's a really good point. Yeah, um, being like being mindful about like focusing on yourself, but realize it's not about you, and it's about like. It's about the whole, like everything, everybody, the whole world, whole community, friendships, yeah. friends around you and stuff. So, yeah. No, that's yeah. true. And I, and I mean, I think it's also good for like the people that listen to the podcast to like see and like realize that, um, you know, you are like, there are other things to you that like aren't talked about on all the podcasts and stuff. Um, like we just talked about your music taste. Wouldn't have known that otherwise. Yeah, well, and I like already. knowing. I no, but like I don't know. I'm someone that likes knowing things about people. Like I just like knowing things in general. <laughs> like you're nosy. Not... <laughs> well, I'm just observant. You know, like I'm a people watcher. You know, like I won't. Yeah. Hello, people. people anyway. you... Whatever, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I just like knowing things. I it's. For me, it's like an issue of uncertainty and anxiety. But anyways, back to the point. Um, I think it's like, I don't know. I think it's cool um, like for people to know more things. Like, I mean, I only really knew what I'd read on like, uh, like concussion talk, like about like your story. And I guess like when you came and shared at the support group, like last May or April or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I didn't really know anything about you. Yeah. I talked to you once a week. We do That's a podcast true. together, true. but I didn't know anything. That's true. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I think it was a. I think this was a really good episode. I like this idea, Emily. Good job. This is a. This is a good idea. Yeah. Good job, Emily. Yeah. Um, thanks, guys. Aaron, Emily, any final? Emily's all like, I know. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just satisfied knowing that Nick likes '90s music. <laughs> No, that's what I'm gonna listen to in the car today. <laughs> oh boy. Um, all right. Anything I'm good. All right. Aaron. We, we've we've no. gone on for a while, so Alrighty. Um so thanks Nick for one stop, helping stop. us do the podcast. Um <laughs> Sorry, my cat's cat. plastic, and he has been insane this whole time. Okay. I apologize. No, <laughs> no. Surgeon, no, I'm not just yelling stuff at him. <laughs> at first, I was like, "What? Like, I okay." Um, 
Anyways, so <laughs> Nick, um, yes. thanks Nick for helping us do the podcast and also just uh, coming to the support group, talking to the support group, and doing the little like Q and A with us. Um, so we'll have a new podcast posted Monday morning. Our upcoming podcasts can be found on concussiontalk.com, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Um, you can find more information about our group on concussionmtl.com. Our peer-to-peer support group is free and open to everyone. We hold four weekly meetings, um, one of which is in French. Um, and we're always looking for more speakers. Um, thanks, Aaron and Emily. And thanks for listening. Head Check Health bridges gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Trek Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada who rely on Head Check to improve communication and optimize care. Visit headcheckhealth.com for more. The music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. W www.bensound.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.